everyone to A Reader's Book Corner. I'm your host, Teresa Beasley, and today we have a special guest, romance writer, Nicole Falls. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, and thank you for having me. All right, well, we're gonna jump right into the question. And what drew you to writing romance? So I've always been like a big and avid romance reader ever since like I was in my early teens. And I've always been a writer too, like ever since I was like a small child. And so initially when I thought that I would write a book, I didn't think that it would be a romance novel. I just thought, <laughs> oh, you know, I'll, I, I, I thought it would probably end up being like women's fiction more so than romance. Oh, okay. um, and I, I tried a couple times and I failed every time. <laughs> um, and then like, I just had this, this one idea that really like came and stuck with me. And so um like I was talking to um, my friend and this is where I get annoying and name drop other people, but <laughs> um, I was talking to Christina C. Jones, the author. Oh yes. And, I love her books. Yeah. And so uh, she and I were friends like before I even published. And so I was telling her about this idea and she's like, you need to write it. Um, and so I started writing it and I was letting her read it along the way. Um, and she's like, okay, so when are you publishing it? So I'm like, oh, okay. So okay. this is like a, a thing, like I, I can do that. Um, Cause like, of course I knew that, you know indie publishing was available and all of that uh -huh. stuff. Um, but I just never really necessarily thought that um, I would get there. Um, but then when I finished the book and I let some people read it and they were into it, I was like, okay, all right, well, we're doing it, let's go. All right. And now you have several books out. Yeah. <laughs> So now with romance, I know there's like subgenres. So how many of the subgenres do you write in? So I am a one trick pony. I have only written in contemporary romance. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I haven't delved off into any of the, I mean, like technically, I guess like sports romance is a subgenre. So I have mm -hmm. done that. Um, but uh, as far as like anything else, like, you know, like the paranormal or suspense or anything like that, like I haven't really um, delved off into those categories yet, but contemporary has been my main thing. Main thing. Okay. So your sports romance is how I found you yeah. um, with one of your, um, I think it's in a series, your new beginning series. Yep. Yes. Okay. And it features women pursuing sports careers, which is how I found you when I read the change up which was really good. So what was the inspiration behind you writing that particular series? So I am an avid sports fan. Um, like I, ESPN, like I don't watch a lot of TV, but when I do and I turn it on, like ESPN, like I'm on <laughs> it. Um, and so uh, with that series in particular though, I wanted to write Black women playing sports that you didn't typically hear about Black women participating in, right? Right. So initially, the three girls are going to be baseball, lacrosse, and polo, like on the mm -hmm. horses, not like water polo. Um, and th like that, I was randomly just one day on Twitter, like just tweeting about it because that's what I do before I actually start writing anything. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I was saying, you know, I, I, I would just like to see us in these spaces because we are in those spaces. But of yeah. course, if they are dominated by people who don't look like us, then our right. stories aren't necessarily being told. Um, and so that's how it started. And then it sort of morphed into um, the other girls outside of Jeffrey getting different sports. But um, yeah, so that was the that was the genesis of it all. And then like one of my really good friends, 
Um, she's a sports writer. She's a baseball historian. Um, oh. And so she's really, 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 and she's an avid baseball fan as well. And so um, like I leaned on her a lot to like, cause I know about baseball, but not like a whole bunch, bunch. Whole bunch. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I like leaned on her like, Hey, I'm thinking about writing this like girl who plays baseball and I wanted to play baseball specifically and not softball because most people you know women yeah. they associate with softball but there are actually women's baseball teams as well um and so like I started there and she was giving me some you know some things to look up and some um books to read like nonfiction and stuff like that and so I was like okay all right I, I think I can do this and and thus the new beginning series is born yes yes and it's a good series now I know there's three books are you planning to write more in that series? No, those girls, they've they've given me all that I got. All they're gonna give you. <laughs> uh-huh. Um I it's it's funny because I was recently, oh, why did I go? Oh, I was recently like looking at um like rereading one of them uh for because I have a book coming out pretty soon and Jeffrey from the change up yeah. actually like pops in um to oh, that book okay. or whatever because her and the male character in that book they are um colleagues and so like I was going back to like look up something um in that book and I was like oh I miss them I wonder how my <laughs> friends are doing <laughs> well I really enjoyed the change up um particular well one part of it that I really really liked was Jeffrey's relationship with her father yeah um, how important was that to the story for you? It was very important. It was, I mean, like, I know it's a romance novel, so the love story should take precedent mm-hmm. above all. Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, in my work, in my romance novels, like, yes, I want you to see the love that is shared between the hero and the heroine, but I right. also want you to see that the love that they share with other people in their circles. And so, um, yeah, Jeffrey and her dad's relationship was something that I definitely wanted to highlight. Um, and I wanted to really make sure that people like understand, understood how like beautiful it is when you have those sort of father-daughter relationships, um, particularly because so often, um, you know, people want to paint black men with a brush of being you know non-participatory fathers and absentee and things of that nature that's not I don't know that life um I was fortunate you know to have my daddy you know with me the whole way so um I don't I don't like that sort of narrative um I don't want to yeah so I wanted to like make sure that I did everything in my power to not and then too I love the fact that you know baseball was their thing right like they bonded like it was a family thing yes Um, and that's how she came you know came to love the sport so um yeah I thought that was really important to highlight and emphasize yeah their bond and then the wisdom that he was passing on to her too I I love their interaction with each other in the story because they both did like baseball they did have that a lot in common but some of the things when she felt that she couldn't do it and her father came in with that wisdom you know older 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 folks (laughs) you put that father knowledge on her (laughs) I was like oh my god I said I know I like the romance in this book but this her her bond with her dad I thought was very beautiful in the story and I'll never forget one of my readers like after she read the book she sent me a message and she almost brought me to tears because she was like, this reminded me of, you know, me and my dad and I don't have him anymore, but this made me, you know, have that same feeling that I have when I remember him. 
Um, I was just like, wow, okay. Girl, that had you to did be your job. special. Yeah. yeah, that was like, so heartening. I was just like, okay. Because honestly, you don't know what you're going to get. Um, I'm not a author that reads reviews. So I don't know how people are engaging with the work unless they come and tell me directly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just for my own mental health. <laughs> <laughs> just to keep it all the way funky. Like, right, right. Sometimes it gets a little different um, in those yeah. reviews spaces. And so in order to, you know, save myself the headache and the heartache, I just avoid them at all costs. So it's just really special to me when I know that when I'm creating something, I have an intent and then someone comes back to me and they let me know that that intent was, you know, clearly read. It was clear. Yeah. Wonderful. So when you're starting a new book, do you focus on your characters first or just the plot first? It's always my characters. Um, I, it, my books are light on plot. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how deep into my catalog you are or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, they I are. Mean, they are a lot on plot. <laughs> yeah. Like they're light on plot. And that's because I'm more concerned with the humanity and the growth of people than I am with hitting like plot points like I don't write to you know how um like if you read like writer's advice or whatever you know they say you know this act one must contain you know the rising elements and yeah like I don't incident not (laughs) yeah like I don't I don't write from a structured act sort of process and I don't write to hit like highs and lows at particular junctures all the time um simply because I just like to let the characters tell the story the way they want me to tell it to you know the people right right and it makes it easier to connect with your characters too and to like I there are plenty of times when a character does a thing that I'm like why are you (laughs) doing that what like I was the other day I was writing I was telling um my critique partner I was like yo why are these people not listening to anything like like why are they not listening to me like I literally had to change the title of my upcoming project because the thing that I had been calling it the entire time while I was writing when uh-huh. I got to the end, it made no sense for oh. the book that came out. So while I went in thinking, okay, this is how the story is going to progress. And this is what, you know, the characters are going to learn about themselves and their mate, yada, yada, yada. Mm-mm. Didn't no. progress like that. Didn't happen. Like <laughs> it's actually a better story to me, the way it ended up coming out. But Yeah. But the characters just kind of took over. Yeah, they absolutely said, hey, took over and was just write like, it this way. Sis, I, I, I hope you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is wonderful. I like char- character-driven stories because the characters are well-developed and you can connect easily with them when you're reading the stories. Because I connected with Jeffrey real quick as I was reading the story. Um, I think so. when, I'm, when I'm reading romance too, I tend to connect more with books that are more character driven than let's say if I'm reading like a mystery like no I want the plot then like that yeah yeah yeah. but when it's like genres that deal more with the like matters of the heart or the humanity of people Mm -hmm. like I don't really care about everything else that's going on as much as I care about okay what are these people's journeys about what do they have going on what's going to happen next with this person as opposed to you know whatever plot points i noticed that when i'm reading women's fiction too i'm more focused on what is this woman going to go through and what is her journey going to be as i'm reading it yeah 
And then thrillers, I'm off for the thrills. I want the suspense. Yes, like, the suspense. like, oh my God, <laughs> what's going to happen next? <laughs> oh, they got killed. Who killed them? Oh no. Like, oh, you know, no. like, I figure all of that out. Like, I just feel like every genre, you know, you got to tweak it a little bit. Yeah. Um, wonderful, wonderful. So, um, you kind of went over like what your writing style is um, and your writing voice. So um, I noticed that you're not only an author and an editor, but you're also a podcaster. Allegedly, you know, um, <laughs> there was a time where my podcast got updated with regularity. Um, I have fallen off thanks to, you know, the panacea. Um, yeah, but yeah. I am, I am, I am yet, like, I'm always thinking about it. Um, and I'm always like, okay, what can I do? Because initially it started off as sort of um, an interview style podcast. Oh, okay. So uh, it's called Falls on Love. Um, and it was me just one-on-one interviews with different indie Black romance authors. Um, and I think it's about like 50 or so episodes of that. Um, yeah, and then so. interspersed are also just like random episodes of like, things happening in like the romance community and I got something to say about it so I just get on the mic and rant for 20 minutes <laughs> or if like there are different like comments uh, I mean topics um that I want to discuss like I brought some of my other friends back I'm like hey let's talk about this um and so I I think I want to bring it back but in a different sort of iteration like I would oh, okay. love to have you ever watched like inside the actor studio with um what's his name james james lipton i think his name is but basically um this guy brings on you know actors um he talks to them about craft and process i am a big huge like process nerd like i love to see how the sausage is made um i think i would like to talk to authors about like writing and processes but not I want to do it in like bite-sized form um, okay. or like an extended amount of time. So I got to, I'm still trying to work it out, but. Work it out. Um, okay. All right. Well, I still got to get caught up on all the episodes that you have out now. Yeah, so. they all, they all still up there. Whatever <laughs> podcasts are sold as the people say. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I love it. Um, it. It's a really good time. It's, it's, was fun for me to talk to some authors that I didn't have like personal relationships with prior to. Right. Most of them, I think I'd read at least one of their books, if not more. Um, so it was just really interesting to really like get down to the nitty gritty with them and, you know, find out what brought them to romance and all of that um, stuff. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's interesting. That's interesting. Um, and I noticed that you, you said you don't really outline. Do you just kind of, start the story and just yeah I'm a big old pantser <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I well okay that's it's partially a lie okay I pants at the beginning but then once I'm in the story I go back and I do like miniature outlines, outlines. Um, because I at a certain point I need to see the end or I can't finish oh writing. okay so even if I don't know like the exact details of the end, I need to have like as close to the end as possible um, in order for me to be able to see it through. Like I've thrown books away that I've written like a quarter of the way through because I couldn't see it to the end. So it's just sitting up there on my word docs. Like maybe we'll come back to you, girl. Come back to you. <laughs> 
got to put you on pause right now. <laughs> and then sometimes I, I do come back and it's good. I remember one time in particular, I was struggling with this one project and I had gotten maybe like 20,000 words into it. And I was like out to dinner with some writer friends and I was just like, oh, I really want to finish this book. I can't, I don't know what my block is, yada, 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 whatever. And um, one of them was just like, well, you said that it's like based around letters. Why don't you just put the letters in, in the, book. the book? Like you uh. keep trying to talk around this. Like, no, just a section of the book is just them back and forth with the letters corresponding. And I'm like, wow, okay, I'm real dumb because <laughs> <laughs> like the simple solution was right there in front of me. Right there. <laughs> I couldn't get there and it just it, it reminded me of something like my dad used to say all, all the time is keep it simple stupid <laughs> myself up like to just do all this convoluted stuff when the solution was right there in front of me so right um, love letters I mean that makes the book even better especially if it's going like a back and forth kind of yeah and so like the the crux of it was that the <laughs> this was a wild idea but it actually ended up working is that my heroine decided that she was going to place a personal ad in an actual newspaper. <laughs> right. Um, and then uh, there was a mix up with the ad situation, um, but it worked out in her favor in the end. But <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, the, the first the first like communications between the hero and heroine were letters until they finally were able to get in the same area get the same. oh man so i know everybody talks about romance tropes yeah what is your favorite romance tropes Ugh, i'm a sucker for friends to lovers like Me too. i am such a <laughs> simp for friends to lovers like it's ridiculous i have recently started um really being into like second chance romance too oh okay um, I don't know where that came from. I don't know what happened, like, in my brain. <laughs> where it was just like, hmm, yeah, that's, that seems really good. Um, let's see, what else do I like? Um, I mean, I, I don't like the, like, the secret baby. No, please oh, don't, no. don't do that. Um, I see a lot of people talking about, like, the marriage and t- trouble trope, um, which I find interesting. I don't think that I've read a lot of books that have that. Um, but it, it's something that like piques my interest. I'm like, hmm. What about the like the fake dating? Okay, so I like fake dating, but I need your reasons to or not. Fake date. Yeah, I need it to not be like corny. <laughs> <laughs> For lack of a better way to phrase it. Um, <laughs> but like, I don't know. I I'm I like. And this is kind of corny, but whatever. But I like when people are like manipulated by like something or whatever. So, they're like, oh, it's a you know stipulation in my grandfather's will that in order for me to inherit, yada yada yada. Oh, like, they have to, yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is so bad, but I am all in. Let's go. <laughs> I do like the friends to lovers. I also like the enemies to lovers too, as long as it's not like a insta love type yeah so I don't I, like it I don't I don't I haven't written a lot of enemies lovers I think I've literally like written one um but as a joke like very recently I tweeted that I was going to um 
write an enemies to lovers story about two people. It's a small town romance. And this is really happening. Small town <laughs> romance, two people who are um, both apple orchard farmers. Um, and they have a rivalry, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. It's an enemies to lovers romance. And when I tell you the name of it, you are going to groan so loudly. And people think that I'm not serious about this, but I'm dead ass. I'm going to do it. I'm going to name it Appley Ever After. <laughs> I think that is adorable. <laughs> oh, am, man. I, you should do that. You, you got to do that. I'm going to do it. You got, you got to do it. I don't see nothing wrong with that title. I, I know love people it. might. And, you know, some people might say, oh, my God, seriously. But I like it. I think it's an adorable title. And I, I, would, definitely, I would definitely read that book. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. Like, I'm, that's the next thing that I'm probably going to start. Well, one of two things I'm going to start getting into. And so, like, I'm like, oh, I got to do all this Apple research. <laughs> yeah, orchards. And oh, yeah. And you might have to visit a couple of orchards. Yes, yeah, so I was talking to a friend recently because I was like, I have to figure out where I'm going to set it mm-hmm. um, and all of that stuff. Because I'm like, are there apple orchards here where I live? Sure. But is it like the main commodity? Like, no. I want to yeah. set it somewhere where apple orchards are like, you know. The place. main thing. Yeah. 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 Like so. really, really booming. Exactly. Yeah. So do you normally set your books in Chicago? Or yeah, Atlanta? I think like 95% of my books are set, set in Chicago or around Chicago. Um, and I never say it explicitly, but people who are from like the metro area will catch like different references that I make to like local things. So they're like, aha. I like that though in books. Yeah. Or especially if it's like a place I've visited or somewhere I, you know, I live and I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that street or I remember yep. that store. I like that though. In a book. I like that too. I like catching those little Easter eggs. Books. Yeah. Especially like urban books. I love that because I'm like, oh man, I was just there the other day and now it's in this book. So yep. I love that. I love that. But I can't wait for the Apple Orchard book to come out because. Yeah, I'm excited. Or- I think. I'm going to be writing it like concurrently as I'm writing another book because the tone of the Apple book is going to be like the polar opposite of this other idea that I have. So I want to use them to like counterbalance one another. Right. Um, Too like heavy with this book. I can go right to Apple Land and (laughs) go over here and have them picking. (laughs) Do you normally write two projects at a time? Or this will be the first time I've ever done it. Okay. Um, and I don't know why I decided to do it now, but I, I want to write both stories and I don't want to, and I think that it's because I know one is going to be heavier in particular, um, just because of the subject matter that I want something to be like sort of an escape. So I was like, okay, well, if I, you know, have to dig into the trenches and really get into this terrible state of mind that I have to be for this other project, like I need something to balance that. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have something lighter. To balance exactly. the, heavy, the heavy, yeah. So what is one thing you can share with your readers that they don't know about you? Oh, um, I don't think people know just how much of an avid reader I am. And that might sound weird to say, because I don't really talk about, I don't talk about what I'm reading or how much I'm reading publicly. Um, just because as an author, if I don't always have nice things to say about it, <laughs> I can't 
say anything at all. Right. Um, and I and I don't even mean that in a way where I would like want to get on, you know, social media or something like that and like diss a book because I wouldn't. Oh, no. Um, yeah. Like not at all. But sometimes I question choices that are made and I would like to talk about these things um, with other people who've read the things, but I know that I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I just be over here reading and I also like I read incredibly fast so like a 350 page novel like I can devour that in a few hours so um so like I'm just always over here reading this stuff and I I don't have nobody to talk to about them so I just be over here having conversations (laughs) to myself like girl mm, that was a choice Mm, okay (laughs) and why did that person do that right I'm like that too. I try to discuss stuff with my husband. And he's like, I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. He was like, well, go ahead, but I still don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's right. You're not a book person. <laughs> I need to talk to a book person. <laughs> yes. So besides those, do you have any other new projects underway besides like the Apple Orchard? and? Um, yeah, I have a project that by the time this is out, it'll be out because I'm probably going to publish it within the next couple of days. Um, oh, wow. And is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I finished it. It's edited. I'm just waiting for a cover for it at this point. Oh. Um, so um, it is about two people who meet... Um, because they do like a photo shoot for um, their cover models of, or like their inspirations for an author who's writing a book or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And so they meet at this photo shoot um, and the photos from their shoot go viral and it causes a lot of um, issues in the life of the heroine in particular because she's partnered um, oh. at the time. Um, and when her partner sees these photos after they blow up, he is not happy about it for multiple reasons. Uh-oh. Um, I can't share because spoiler, but yeah, yeah, so that happens. It goes viral. Um, and uh, yeah, she's left to deal with the, the fallout. Um, of everything. So, at, and the title of it, I think I can say it because hopefully I don't change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> But it's titled We've Only Just Begun. Ooh. And I know that I'm going to get a lot of flack for the way that it ends because it ends almost at the beginning of the relationship. But Ooh. And she's partnered and he's going to see these photos. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. That's going to be a tricky situation. Yes. Yes, it is. That's going to be a tricky situation. <laughs> Uh-oh. Ooh, I can guess how that's going in. Uh-oh. <laughs> wow. Well, well, that sounds very, very interesting, as well as the Apple Orchard book. So I can't wait for both of those. Yeah. And you got I'm, my man, you got my mind working. Like yeah, I'm I'm excited for people to, to be able to read. Um, we've only just begun. I had four beta readers that were reading it as I was writing. Um, and all of them gave me really good feedback. All of them really enjoyed it. Um, and they were like very instrumental in just sort of like the development process of those characters. Of those characters. Certain aspects. And so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for it to, to be out in the world um, and 
I ain't gonna read yeah, no yeah. reviews where people gonna eat me up for the ending. So I'll be over uh, <laughs> So you're gonna try to prepare yourself. <laughs> I, I'll never know. That's the thing. I don't look at them. So oh, that's right. You don't read reviews. <laughs> um, <laughs> you'll stay intact because you won't read the review, so you won't know. Got it. <laughs> I, I I really enjoy beta reading. I've beta read um, several books for people, and I really enjoy that process. Um, yeah, it's dope. Like I, I don't necessarily know that I call it beta reading because with one person that I like read everything before they publish. Like we're just friends, and as we're writing, we just send things back and forth. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not necessarily one of her betas, but like to be there in that process when somebody is like, mm-hmm. you know, constructing a book and they're asking you, you know, am I hitting these marks? You know, marks. all of that stuff. Like it just, it's so helpful. Like beta readers are just so helpful in the process, like overall, because. They're like, I, in one of my beta readers for this project, she was like, I have a, a nitpicky thing. And she says, very small thing, but this one phrase has appeared like four times. And I was like, <laughs> ooh, that's a crutch. I said, that's a crutch because if it's one person in the book saying that phrase, those four times, then okay, right? Because that could be right. just their thing. That that's just their thing. Yeah. Yep. But so when I went and searched up the phrase, I saw it was coming from both points of views. And I was like, look at you. I like that because now I can tweak that. You know, like I can I can get rid of that phrase because yeah, it, it wouldn't make sense for both of them, like these complete strangers to speak in this manner. Yeah. Yeah. They both would have probably have that same quirk. So exactly. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that's a good catch. stuff like that, that the betas are catching. I'm like, like yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, before we wrap up, can you tell listeners and readers where they can find you and your books? Absolutely. So you can find all of my books on Amazon. Um, I have two audiobooks on Audible. Um, and then I have four or five audiobooks on Script. Um, I can't remember what the number, five, I think it's five, um, over on Script, um, which is another like audio subscription service. Um, you can find me, the person, on Facebook. If you just search up author Nicole Falls, you'll find my, you know, like brand page or whatever. Or if you just search my name, Nicole Falls, you can find the actual person Facebook profile. I am on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Nicole Falls. And then I am on TikTok being foolish at <laughs> Nikki Talk. And that is spelled N-I-C-C-Y-T-O-K. Oh, <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. So if you would like to suggest an Arthur, Arthur's book, or if you're an indie Arthur yourself, feel free to email me at tabz at arbookcorner.com. And if you want to connect with a reader's book corner, Feel free to on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at A Readers BC. So if there's not anything else, until next time, happy reading.